One, two, three, go. Hello, welcome to the 41st uh, episode of the Cars Cast Movie Cast. I'm here, as always, with my co-host, Jeff. Um, yeah, I'm here. And usually, okay, uh, wait a second. We've started doing this thing where I ask Jeff a random trivia question uh, for any new listeners and for our guest, who I'll introduce in one I second. I know, I was about to say, but... when there's a guest, it's kind of funny that my intro now is super long and involves me answering a question <laughs> while they're just waiting. It, but today we have uh, Shafrilis Productions, a.k.a. James, uh, on the show. Uh, yep. good, good to have you here. Welcome. Yep, thanks. Yeah, hi everyone. It's me, James Shafrilis. <laughs> What's up? Really great to... <laughs> Great to be here. Okay, let me just get this trivia question out of the way, because I think Jeff will get angry if not. But what planet spins on a nearly horizontal axis? Oh, man. On a nearly horizontal? There's a there's very few planets, so just, you know, throw out whatever yeah, you but, but nearly horizontal? Right. I mean, because, like, the Earth is a little bit close to horizontal, but it's not that close. Uh-huh. But it really depends. This is a terrible question because it's so. Okay, wait. This is a better. It's so one. subjective. What is the largest muscle in the human body? Uh, the tongue. <laughs> it is. It is the gluteus maximus. But. Right. Yeah. Effort. Yeah. Not as close though. All right. <laughs> Very uh, close though. Back to. You've, the... been, you've been seen my tongue. <laughs> <laughs> back to the episode. Uh, James, thanks for being here. Um, yeah, it's great to be here. I'm a big fan of your channel. You're part of a group of YouTubers who, like, have really, at least when you initially started or blew up, like, thrived off of nostalgia. And mm -hmm. you do it really well because you pull out <laughs> stuff that I did not, I don't remember, but I do remember at the same time. Um, and you have just genuinely great, like, analysis. Like, I remember, I think my first one was uh, the Megamind video. Mm -hmm. And I got to say, that is a really well done video. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, um, I'm really proud of that one. For sure. You, you well. They're like full episode, episodic content. Uh, but yeah. Um, so thanks for being here. Really appreciate mm -hmm. it. Yeah. Thanks so much. Yeah. I've also watched your channel for a while. Um, I can't remember <laughs> the first video I saw of yours, but like, I just thought, yeah, hey, this guy really knows what he's talking about with <laughs> film. And I just like, I don't know, I've really gotten into your videos. So well, yeah. Thank you appreciate it mm -hmm. um yep. jeff does not have a channel we just kind of i don't here. have a channel <laughs> i just when we started this podcast i actually just lived a block away <laughs> just kind of nice. um but uh today we I'm, I'm pretty excited about today's episode because we're talking about um a movie this week that i have wanted to talk about more and it is jojo rabbit uh directed by taika watiti i think that's how you pronounce i've seen people pronounce his name differently all over the place so that's what i'm going with hmm. Yeah, um, I've only ever heard like Taika Waititi. Yeah, there's yeah, like yeah. a few directors that I have trouble like pronouncing, but yeah, yeah, that one I've just heard the one. Yeah, yeah. Karsten, <laughs> what other pronunciations have you heard? Uh, it's it's not exactly. It's just the way they. It's like Taika Waititi, or Taika mm -hmm. Waititi. I don't know. Mm -hmm. It was at like mm -hmm. TIFF discussion panels. I it's it's <laughs> <laughs> which mm -hmm. I went to. Uh, but anyways, this movie it's been getting like it's kind of all over the place like some people really hate it some people really love it so i'm curious to hear what both of you think 
because I personally, uh, I guess before we like get into it, this movie came out this year, directed by Taika Waititi. Um, he plays Hitler, um, or at least like he's an imaginary friend Hitler to this younger boy uh, named Jojo, um, who's living in Nazi Germany, and um, it's basically like a coming of age story that takes place in that setting um but you can tell how that would be like kind of controversial and hard to pull off and i personally think that it pulled this story off insanely well uh i thought it like for what it could have been i i really i think it did it in a really interesting approach but i'm curious what did you think james right off the bat um I'm kind of surprised I'm saying this, but Jojo Rabbit is honestly my favorite movie of 2019. Wow. I just adored it so much. Like, <laughs> um, I, I think objectively speaking, The Lighthouse is the best movie I saw this year, but okay. Jojo Rabbit is probably my favorite. I just personally, like, mm-hmm. got into it a lot more. And it's, like, it's surprising because, like, I watched it um, the first time and I, I wasn't getting that into the comedy right. uh, during, like, the first half, but then I just got really invested in just jojo talking to uh elsa and like seeing their bond grow and then when uh, i don't want to spoil anything yet if we're not going to get into spoilers yet but when mm-hmm. like that scene hit like that dramatic scene i was just like a yeah. sobbing mess that was incredible and from there i was like <clears throat> really emotionally invested mm-hmm. At, when the credits were rolling i just like started sobbing i just it everything about the movie was overwhelming me and I got out of the theater and I just immediately bought a ticket to see it again right after. <laughs> I just couldn't. And then and on my second viewing, the uh, jokes actually worked a lot better for me. That happens sometimes. Like, I'm mm-hmm. not into the comedy of a movie at first. And then uh, I see it again and then it starts to, like, click with me. So, honestly, the second viewing just solidified it. This is definitely one of my favorite movies of the decade, honestly. Wow. I just adored it. That so, yeah, is... And I saw it a third time like a week ago, so it's, it's so good. <laughs> that is so good to hear. I'm so happy that like I know somebody that really loved this film now, <laughs> um, mm-hmm. and I know exactly what scene you're talking about. Yeah, wait. About. So did you see it two times on like back to back? Yeah, two times on the same day, and then uh, the third time was a week ago. Wow. I, I saw it back in November oh, no. the first two times. Yeah, I've I've never done that with a movie before. Were you like, just stay in the theater yeah. and just see it like back to back i, I just back. i just knew that i need to see this movie again and like really solidify my opinion of it and i figured why wait so i just yeah. went back in the theater completely and i yeah. it ends on such a strong note that makes you like it, it's a very like optimistic note mm-hmm. uh and i guess yeah as soon as it ended for me the first time i saw it i i kind of completely get what you're feeling i was like i would happily just watch this one more time because it's not Mm -hmm. like it's it's like so overwhelming or a lot to take in it's a pretty like welcoming film that still has a lot to dissect and like talk about so yeah i completely agree with that uh jeff what did you think pretty curious to hear yeah i mean i hated this for all the trailer really (laughs) no i liked it a lot okay cool (laughs) yeah i think the trailer definitely was not indicative of the film okay i feel like the trailer made it feel a lot more like the first half which i mean i think that that's part of why it hit like you this is a film Mm -hmm. that you really can't give away yeah what the Mm -hmm. film is really like 
Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so then when like you know that the shift in the film happened, it really is is pretty impactful. Yeah, it does feel like a two it, part, like two thing. films. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I I with a lot of these like drama comedy films, I feel like a lot of what makes them work is like being able to make that blend pretty smooth between like serious and comedic and this mm-hmm. one was very like harsh with those with yeah that. it was just the juxtaposition <laughs> yeah. of of where you kind of hit this groove right in the middle of the film and then it's just like an abrupt mm-hmm. end yeah which i was just totally not expecting at all uh yeah but i think for me uh personally like comedy really helps me like get into a film and like enjoy the characters and mm-hmm. then like when the drama hits it hits me even harder because i'm like invested in these characters not just that it's like surprising me mm-hmm. by suddenly being dramatic but it's like if i'm invested in like funny well-rounded like people then it really hits me even harder when it's like the drama actually starts to come in so i mm-hmm. think that's why it like works so well for mm-hmm. me yeah i want to ask i have my own take on this but i want to hear you guys' opinions because a lot of people have critiqued this film as just kind of playing the nazi characters and like hitler off as just being like oh silly like idiots when in reality it's they're they're like evil evil people they're not just like people that just keep making silly mistakes or like kind of act dumb um i but the thing is i thought that this film got away with that i think it's it's saying they're it's not downplaying the fact that they're really awful people. Um, Mm -hmm. And I just Mm want to hear you guys' take on this kind of conversation that I, at least I've been seeing on the internet. Yeah. Yeah. I thought they were like sufficiently portrayed as like really hateful. Like it it was kind of goofy. And I think it's like kind of goes in that tone. Like this is from the perspective of like Jojo and he's like Mm -hmm. a child. So I think it's like, okay, that it's like, portrayed as kind of goofy but yeah. i think they were sufficiently portrayed as like really uh evil people yeah and um in particular there's been like a lot of contention with like sam rockwell's character they say yeah. that um they kind of like i don't know re- redeem him i didn't really see it as that i just saw it as him having like affection for uh, jojo like we there's like lines that hint that he's like close with like jojo's mother and that like he really cares for the boy so like when he does something that helps um jojo out i don't think he's doing it for like you know to go against nazi beliefs i think he's just feeling sympathetic for jojo so i don't think it's like really um redeeming him Mm -hmm. i just think it's him you know doing something nice for this like kid that he's known so yeah, it's it's really tricky. Like it's a really tricky like needle that uh is like threading here, but mm-hmm. I think he pulls it off. I think the Nazis are still portrayed as like bad people who are uh hateful and mm-hmm. the jokes are pretty much at their expense. Like it's making them feel like uh kind of idiots, which I actually think works. Yeah, for sure. I also you brought up the point that I think is really important is that this whole thing is should be seen through like Jojo's eyes it's very mm-hmm. much like through a kid's perspective and mm-hmm. kind of showing how like easily influenced children are because it's like you know you, usually as a child you're kind of a product of your surroundings at least most of the time and mm-hmm. playing with like what happens if you're a kid in Nazi Germany and 
you know, I, I think it makes that influence a lot more understanding if they're just kind of like these goofy guys to Jojo. Um, yeah. And yeah, I think it, it like really worked in that yeah. regard and throughout because, the film. Um, yeah, 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 for sure. Sorry. sorry. No, I, that was the end of that thought. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I, I just, um, really liked how, um, it's a movie about him overcoming like blind fanaticism and like indoctrination mm-hmm. him like learning a new perspective that's different from what he's taught. And, uh, something else I really liked was, um, if you pay attention to the uh, transition that um, Taika Waititi's Hitler goes through, mm-hmm. at the beginning, he's all goofy. He's, like, having fun with Jojo. He's, like, being kind of silly. Then Jojo starts to become friendly with Elsa, and then um, Hitler, like, the imaginary Hitler starts giving these, like, rants and, like, these speeches that seem more in line with, like, real Hitler. Mm-hmm. And you start to see, it's like Jojo growing to defy his conscience, in a sense. Yes. Like, yeah. it's, it's like his twisted, evil conscience, but that's what he thinks is right. Mm-hmm. And, like, the more he, like, grows to defy it, the more uh, sinister Hitler becomes to the point where he's just a lunatic by yeah. the end. And then it's so satisfying when Jojo, like, defies him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is a very satisfying kick. Mm. I, I guess yeah. if we're not doing spoilers, I'll just put it like that. But, mm. yeah. Um, I want to talk a little bit about the Elsa character. I know a lot of people have also said, and this is something I've seen it twice now first time i saw it at tiff and loved it so much i was just like i each scene has something so like interesting to offer in this film Mm -hmm. that's what i love about it so much it never kind of feels like it slows down Mm -hmm. um upon the second viewing i felt a little like drag with the elsa stuff and i i felt like not a lot was happening in those scenes but i at the same time i think like a lot of that is very like internal for jojo because a lot of this film is is him coming to be like it's coming of age like it's it's him trying to realize who he is through the perspective of these different people around him so i guess yeah i I guess not a lot could have been done in those scenes and i think for what they had to deal with it worked pretty well uh but did anyone else have any thoughts on that character yeah i I just thought like the two of them had like really good chemistry and it was like Mm -hmm. really beautiful (laughs) for like to see them coming together like him learning that she's like a real human being and, yeah like, it ties into the whole rejecting everything he's been taught yeah and um yeah i just thought the scenes between them were like pretty funny like i can understand them being like a little like repetitive like the mm-hmm. structure of the middle maybe um is a little bit repetitive but for me the scenes between them were just really funny and really charming so it didn't really like bother me that much personally for sure yeah I yeah I mean that's I feel like you know part of it is that you know their Jews are just normal people so these mm-hmm. scenes can be boring mm-hmm. I mean yeah for sure yeah Jews are pretty boring honestly <laughs> <laughs> um I want to talk I don't know how into the awards you get James uh I'm I'm pretty into the okay award cool season I know some people discourse. are like we don't care and and this is actually like a Q&A later so we'll talk more about that but I just want to, this had like huge award buzz at the beginning of the, like in September. Um, like people were saying best picture. I personally mm-hmm. feel like it's lost a lot of that momentum. Yeah, but I think so too. I think it, I'm trying to think of like what, I would be happy with this getting like a screenplay nomination. I think if anything, mm-hmm. this deserves a lot more in the writing category. 
Yeah, I, I definitely think so. Like visually, I think it's well constructed, but I think the script is stronger than the direction. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's like, sure. it's like a lot of people have said it's like a Wes Anderson movie, mm-hmm. but like I kind of disagree. Like Wes Anderson has such a distinct style that it's hard to really mimic that. And yeah. I, I think this movie has its own distinct, like it's the style isn't as distinct, but I think it's there. Mm-hmm. Like I think it's a well-directed, but I think the screenplay really is like the star of the show here and like the acting as well. Yeah. I've seen so many comparisons to Moonrise Kingdom. And I'm like, yeah, I see it. That, I understand yeah, that's, it. Yeah, I think it's mainly because like the beginning when it's all the kids on like a camp setting, and they're right, all wearing right. uniforms. Yeah. I think just I think, aesthetically, it looks a lot like that. Yeah, yeah and I, and the whole like young boy and young girl kind of mm-hmm. like getting together, right, and having mm-hmm. this like relationship form. Yeah, yeah. I think after like 20 minutes, it kind of develops into its own thing. Um, mm-hmm. Another thing, do you, okay, have you seen much of, and this applies to you too, Jeff, obviously, but have you seen much of Taika's work, and how would this rank amongst the rest of his stuff? Because I've seen, I, I guess I, I've only seen Ragnarok and What We Do in the Shadows, and mm-hmm. boy, but, I mean, I think this is, like, one of the best things he's done, just because, Yeah, I've only know. seen What We Do in the Shadows. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah, I, I haven't even seen that yet. I've only seen Ragnarok in this. Dang. Yeah. So I'm a little out of the loop. Oh, yeah. Understandable. Um, <laughs> yeah. And so it's a little bit different than what we do is. in the shadow. <laughs> it's kind of hard to compare the two. Yeah. Um, cool. Well, uh, what else do I have? I, I loved uh, Yorkie, whoever uh, yeah. the actors that played. I thought he was amazing. I'd love to see mm-hmm. his actor's name. Oh, okay. Archie Yates. Yeah. He looks like his name's Archie. (laughs) (laughs) He does. The face of an Archie. Um, Mm. So what are we feeling for uh, scores here? Like, I gave it a... I think I I initially... Okay. I'll come clean and say I initially gave it a four and a half out of five. I really loved it. Um, That drag kind of hindered it. So I bumped it down to a four out of five. But honestly, it's like if I could go in between, I'd do that. I really like this film. Is my point. It's like a four. So you give it a four point two five. Four point two five is what we're going with. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You're just gonna Uh, email Letterbox and be like, "Hey, can I (laughs) start doing quarter star ratings? Let's invent this new score." (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah, For for me, it's like a five out of five because, like I said, it's my favorite movie of the year. I honestly don't have like much to complain about with it. I just (laughs) I adore Mm -hmm. it. Honestly, of course, yeah. Jeff? would have been interesting if you gave it like a three out of five or like it's my favorite movie of the year <laughs> three out of yeah. five We're like, this year sucks what kind of oh, year has this been yeah <laughs> <laughs> what about um, you jeff i think pretty solid four with i'm kind of like almost at the 4.25 okay let's hold we it should back. just only let's... we should just only give like 0.25s or 0.75s Some really specific i had a <laughs> yeah. I, I won't out him but i had a roommate freshman year who would uh rate everything he had like meals but he'd get like really specific with the decimals he'd be like that was like a 6.25 burger i was like what was holding it back from a two six point two six? um yeah but anyways okay so we all like this film awesome mm-hmm. i i really like it got such bad reception i i guess not that bad but there were just some critics that i read that really hated this thing and I yeah. was like, I just, I don't know. I really liked it. Because I think yeah. above all, above, like, everything that it's, 
um like saying and it's like significance i think it's just a fun time yeah and um, yeah definitely yeah yeah i mean i i think it's it's really not about it's not about nazis it's just about the psyche of a 10 year old kid in right. a weird yeah. situation exactly, yeah mm-hmm. I, I feel like a lot of people are just like looking at the concept and they're just so opposed to it that they yeah. like ignore mm-hmm. what's like good about the movie and what's that like people might yeah. like yeah yeah i think on the surface it does feel a little like yeah but i i feel like anyone who has seen it or at least like opened up to it um mm-hmm. can admit that it, it handles it pretty maturely um yeah, definitely I feel like some people like go into it like wanting to hate it because of the concept alone but mm-hmm. like yeah i just wish they would like have an open mind about it and like know what's like really good about it definitely cool well uh that was great do we want to move on to some q a's for the day um let's yeah, only do cues i think <laughs> just no yeah. let's just yeah, yeah, just, have, just ask we'll questions we don't answer them we'll, we'll <laughs> talk about those questions but not answer mm. uh these come from the uh the subreddit uh reddit.com slash r slash carscast um if you want to get in on the fun head over there we answer questions um let's see which one to start with this one comes from uh camo ffa underscore it is apple versus samsung which is better and why um mm. do we have any <laughs> strong i'm curious james are you a samsung person or a or i'm a... i'm a little mixed because all my phones have been samsung but my okay. computer is apple okay um i don't know why i'm like playing both sides but um <laughs> i don't know it's a um, bold move to be honest <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, I don't know much about iphones but i i love um apple it's just convenient that it has like i like its layout and everything uh, mm-hmm. and i don't know i guess i'd go with apple over samsung because i like my apple computer more than i like my samsung phone but like okay I don't know why I've never tried an Apple phone. I just, I don't know. I, yeah. They have bad press, so I've just kind of avoided them, I guess. That's fair. I do have a question. Do you edit on Final Cut or Premiere? Okay, I'm going to be totally honest. I edit on iMovie primarily. Oh, are you serious? Wow. Yeah, honestly. It, it's like I've never like gotten past that. Because in high school, my, uh, my one tech ed teacher was going to like teach me how to use premiere mm-hmm. but he never actually got around to that and so the whole class i just edited my stuff on imovie and like i never graduated you're just past really iMovie. good at it now <laughs> so, yeah i'm like a master of imovie now i yeah. guess but yeah is, no um, i, I kind of get that though just because mm-hmm. when you get like a really like good at a certain workflow even if it's not like the ideal workflow but you're personally really good at it then like it's still mm-hmm. faster than if you switched no yeah, yeah for sure because yeah because yeah, i've been thinking do that. a lot of my motion graphics in premiere even though like i also have after effects i just like never learned how to use after effects mm-hmm. so i use mm-hmm. premiere for things that you're supposed to use after effects for like i green screen in premiere and do all that stuff <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. i just that is i it's crazy to think you've built a fan base of over half a million people <laughs> through yeah (laughs) it's nuts i mean some of the people who like edit for me some of my like friends who like do that um use more advanced things but Uh for me personally every time i do editing it's like iMovie yeah so well i'm gonna go ahead and say you should check out final cut (laughs) because it is very similar to iMovie just a lot more features that's that's reassuring (laughs) we got a lot going on um yeah 
but i, keep I will thinking maybe i'll switch eventually yeah but like it's like i'm so used to it it's like i have to take a lot of time out of my like, no yeah week to figure out a new setup yeah like a new editing software so i'm curious maybe someday how often slash like how long does it take for you to typically put together a video because you you have some your projects are big Mine are like five minute bite sized stuff. Yeah, you do a lot of like stuff in like the twenties. Yeah, mm. you. So I'm curious, like, how long that whole between like writing and and editing and how long that takes for you, or like yeah. research. Um, yeah, it probably takes around like five ish days to like write a script. It's like I'm not writing like mm-hmm. throughout the entire day. I'm just kind of like putting it together, like a typical like. 20 minute like dreamworks analysis i guess yeah, um, yeah, yeah. It, it takes up about five days okay and then i'd say editing takes about a month it's like typically i in the script i split up my uh parts into like usually five parts uh-huh. and then like an epilogue and um i like send that to my editors we have our own like discord server and it's like it's it's really nice because my editors are all people i've like worked with back when i made a youtube poops on my channel Mm -hmm. so they're all like people who also make youtube poops and now they like uh i hire them to edit for me so it's like it's a nice setup so each person takes a different chunk and they like work on it it typically takes around uh maybe like two weeks for them to uh get the parts back to me um and then i take all the parts i like edit in my own like little jokes and stuff like that i like uh, just edit in other footage that they might not have uh mm-hmm. added and um i add the background music um so all the background choice music choices are like mine because uh, some people always ask about that if no, it was yeah, the editors yeah. or mine so um I, I use the same songs too often, but that, I digress. <laughs> That's anyway, how it is. <laughs> um, yeah, so it takes about two weeks for me to put all the parts together after I get them back. Because uh, mm-hmm. I, I don't like work, because I'm a full-time student right now. I'm in my senior year of college, so it's a little tricky to same. Uh, yeah, do that sort of thing. <laughs> so yeah, I don't work on it all day, but it takes about a month to get one of those uh, videos done. Like. I used to average like one big video a month and during the summer I got a little bit more because I was more actively working on stuff. So nice. Yeah. That's about the time it takes, I guess. It's really cool. Nice. Yeah. I've always just been curious because I, some people would be like, yeah, it takes about a week. And I'm like, really? (laughs) But that's a month sounds about. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All right. Well, I'm going to say Apple. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot about the nice, question. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> he says with his AirPods in. Um, mm-hmm. Cool. All right, moving on. Thank you, Camo. Uh, this next one comes from Tyrannus uh, Rex. Uh, it goes, "Hey, just wanted to know if you could write and direct a remake of any film, what would it be?" Um, I didn't mm-hmm. think this one through, but uh, <laughs> give him second to jeff do you have anything yeah it well the thing about this question that's kind of weird is if it's a movie you like a lot you wouldn't want to make the remake because it's not going to be better no but it needs to be a concept that you like a lot where the actual movie wasn't that good yeah because i'm not going to want to remake ishtar i can't make that better it'd be so much worse of course not Mm. i you know what i would love to take a stab at charlie and the chocolate factory I'd like to make the third installment in that. 
<laughs> franchise. I'd like to see like, well, no, I take it back. I was going to say like what happens after, like a sequel to it, but I feel like it gets pretty uninteresting once That's they leave. That's literally the not a remake though. <laughs> That's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh yeah. I don't know who I would cast as Wonka though. But all right, I'm going to say Toby Maguire Spider-Man 3. That specific Spider-Man? Yeah, you. I want to remake the third iteration of something. <laughs> if they ever choose to remake the whole thing, you'll hop in. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, for me, it's kind of hard. I, hmm. <laughs> I guess I'm going to go with one of my like most hated movies of the past year, and that would be Ralph Breaks the Internet. I would want to make like a good Wreck-It Ralph sequel. Because that mm-hmm. movie was just so awful. Okay. I <laughs> I don't know. I'll, I'd love to take it in like a different direction. Like with actual games instead of internet, internet stuff. References. Here's yeah. the thing. I will respectively disagree on that. I Okay, I don't think Ralph Breaks the Internet is anything to write home about by any means. Mm. <laughs> I do think it's cringy. Especially, didn't they do like a Rick Roll in the credits or the post yeah. credits? Honestly, that was one of the few things I actually liked. Because that's like rickroll has been immortalized in internet history yeah. it doesn't feel like it it's outdated but it doesn't like feel outdated so it just feels like a classic you yeah. like being so. rickrolled <laughs> well i don't know about that but i, I liked the, the the fact that they made that and put it in a movie like yeah the fact that disney animated that but i do yeah that's I true <laughs> i was leaving the theater and the guy who like cleans up the theater was like you're gonna want to stay for this and i was like all right and i'm gonna say i got rickrolled by him not the movie because he's the one that really pushed it um he yeah. just forces you to stay. He's like, <laughs> pins you to the seat. <laughs> You're going to stay for yep. You are watching this. Uh, yeah. I I don't know. I, I didn't think that movie was that bad. I do like the original Wreck-It Ralph more, though, I will say. It's mm. miles ahead of Break the Internet. Um, yeah. I only Break saw it, the first one. As and I think do. that based off of this conversation, I'm not going to see the second one. <laughs> yeah, I don't. It's not worth it. <laughs> it's just too long, too. It's like two hours long, which uh, is too yeah. long for a kid's movie. Um, yeah. Which, okay. It's tedious. You tweeted about Cats. Did you oh, yeah. end up seeing Cat? Oh, I, I am seeing Cats tonight. I am okay. excited at how bad it's going to be. <laughs> you tweeted wait. that, and then I think a few hours ago, you were like, this is my angriest video yet. And I was like, yeah, please uh, be that, about that's, Cats. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, that's in regards to Rise of Skywalker. Gotcha. Which um, I think I'm gonna actually going to do a double review. Like, uh, Rise of Skywalker, I actually like edited most of that before uh, we did this podcast. So it's oh, like nice. that... But yeah, I, I get pretty mad in that. But you don't cats, like it. <laughs> cats, on the other hand, I don't think I can possibly hate. I you know? I am so looking forward to how bad it's gonna be. You're on board, yeah. Yeah. I wish I. I, I mean, uh, they, sorry. I've seen videos of people doing like sing-alongs in the theater. Like people are having like a really good time, and I just oh boy, my theater was not having it, and I was like, hey, let's at least have some fun with this. But. Yeah, yeah. See, I'm a huge musical like lover, but like okay. cats. I don't like at all. I mean, I don't like most Andrew Lloyd Webber musicals anyway. Cats uh-huh. I've always hated. But this movie, um, I don't know. Like, I would never see the cats on stage. But this movie, with how horrible it looks. You have to, I, yeah. I have to see it. Priority. I can't wait. Um, okay, now that you bring that up. As someone, if you, like, pay attention to musicals and like musicals, 
do you mm-hmm. what is what are your thoughts on la la land because la la land is one of my favorite movies of the decade amazing which yeah i know i've talked about two of my favorite movies of the no. decade already but yeah so um, 2.5 it, out of 5 Ooh, what was the what no i was saying if he gave i thought that's what you gave it i was like oh understood yeah, yeah. no I, yeah. I think i for me i think i gave it a four <laughs> yeah i give it like a 4.5 out of five it's like not quite perfect for me but like i just i love it i mean i whiplash i don't know if you know but this is whiplash is my favorite movie like of all time mm-hmm. so it's like anything damien chazelle does except first man i didn't really like care for that much but like gotcha. damien chazelle i just get excited every time he's doing science so when i heard he was doing an original musical i just got like so hyped it was yeah. probably my most anticipated movie of the year and yeah and i think it really up. like did not disappoint for me yeah i he is very good at making movies i mm. <laughs> i want him to stick yeah. to like jazzy kind of like more i i don't want to say first man's not like personal but you know yeah but I, yeah I, it just felt so different from like the other two that mm-hmm. were just like masterpieces in my opinion so for sure yeah it's by no means yeah. a bad movie but compared to la la land and whiplash you know it's mm. hard to follow that up yeah um, i mean he, he didn't like write the script for first man so i think that's kind of oh, like yeah, why. Yeah, yeah so it was written by the same guy who wrote like spotlight and it's like those they're both good movies but they're not like these amazing filmmaking achievements they're just kind of like standard mm-hmm. biopic things so yeah for sure yeah so um, I don't know. I just hope he writes and directs more. Of course. I thought I heard him announce something new recently, but I don't remember what it was Yeah, for. I think it was like an Apple TV yeah, Plus yeah, yeah, yeah. show or something that he's doing. I don't know. Right. No one knows what's happening with that. Apple TV. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> um, oh, man. What was the question? <laughs> oh, the oh, remake. Man. <laughs> what was oh, the yeah, remake yeah. one, right? <laughs> yeah. You said Spider-Man 3. I said Willy Wonka. <laughs> James and Ralph breaks the internet. Ralph breaks yeah. the internet. All right. See me personally though with Spider-Man Three, I love that movie not because <laughs> it's very good, but it's just so it's ridiculous. Yeah, it's so much fun. I can't. Of course. Can't, I, I made a actually, whole thirty-minute video about it. Seen so. Spider-Man Three. Oh really? wow. wow! I've seen Spider-Man One and Two, and then just based <laughs> off of what I expect Spider-Man Three was, I'd make the remake. <laughs> yeah <laughs> see make a remake for a film you've never seen that's next <laughs> that's, level that's thinking there we go of course okay uh this last one comes from fan favorite dr aneurysm he asks do you care about the oscars oh this is the one i this is what i was referring to it before do you care about the oscars mm-hmm. or movie awards in general and i'm just gonna add on a thing that says why or why not because i'm curious why jeff i'm more curious okay jeff you don't seem like you care about Award I honestly don't at all. I never watch them. I, okay. I just feel like I have other things to think about. Why? Okay, that's that's fair enough. That's pretty much. I remember it. our like, very yeah. first podcast episode was the week after the Oscars, and I tried to get that conversation going, but you didn't watch them. So no, like, I didn't. Right, this movie podcast is off to a stellar start. <laughs> <laughs> this is. We are and then he started talking about story. Vice, which I also hadn't seen. Yep, yep. <laughs> and then we just eventually talked about AirPods. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. But James, you you pay attention to the Oscars. 
Yeah, um, I, it's like I don't think they're like very good or indicative of what the best films of the year are, but I just can't help it. I just yeah. it's like a guilty pleasure basically. It's exciting, yeah. That yeah, but it's also cool to just see certain people get like rewarded for like putting in a lot of time in like the industry and just mm-hmm. like yeah, cuz the Oscars do have like an effect on like like I guess how people see certain actors or certain cinematographers like stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like the fact that they're an Oscar winner is like a cool like thing so i don't know it, it's hot it's like hot trash but it's like my hot trash yeah so i always course. look forward to it every year definitely i that's the thing i i will hop on the thing where it's like if a movie doesn't win an oscar that doesn't mean it's a bad movie of course mm-hmm. obviously but i'm like if i look at something like moonlight for example like the amount of exposure and like love that got from like the general public rather than just critics is like mm-hmm. I would say because of the Oscars, like I think it they help a lot. Um, yeah, definitely. <clears throat> and help those filmmakers get funding, I guess. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I like this. I uh, for the listeners at home, James, you've just like gotten your <laughs> yeah, very dark. really getting darker dark and darker. Where I as live. <laughs> yeah. I should. Uh, I me, just noticed the light it. real quick. You're. G- <laughs> <laughs> Took me this long to realize. Oh, James is in the dark. Um. Yeah, where are you? He has his headphones on. All right. Lights back oh, on. Yeah. yeah. So where are you right now? Uh, <laughs> I'm in like, uh, I think I'm a, I'm a time zone ahead of you guys. So it's okay. like five o'clock where I live. It's no, starting to I, get dark. No, so I'm actually in Florida right now. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I'm, I'm a time zone ahead of Karsten then. Yep. Minnesota. But yeah. Yeah. It's just still pretty I'm, light I'm, where I'm I am. Like, so you must be pretty far north-ish. Yeah, I'm in like Pennsylvania, so it's like kind of northish. Ah, uh, yeah, I'm gonna be in Pennsylvania so, yeah. in two weeks. Oh, cool! Nice. We never addressed yeah. it. Okay, uh, for the, I guess I, I'll just skip to the point. Jeff has been in Europe for like the past like three months, and you're not in Europe mm-hmm. anymore, Jeff. No, I'm not. <laughs> I'm in Florida. It. You're in Florida. Okay, I'm the most in exciting country near Clearwater. Oh. <laughs> cool. <laughs> All right, just had to get that out there for the listeners. Um, <laughs> but yeah, out, I'm looking at my window, and there's been the weirdest array of cars that have gone by. Because I live at the end of a cul-de-sac, so I see cars like spin around, like my parents do, and they come oh, back. Yeah. There was like a 1920s jalopy that came by. I there's don't know now what that looks like, but a golf cart. It's like a gangster <laughs> car from like the 20s, and but it was in really good condition that someone like refurbished or whatever there was just a Hmm. golf cart towing like five giant packages that just drove by it's exciting i don't really know what's happening (laughs) yeah and florida's wild i gotta go back to hungry (laughs) yeah um (laughs) one last oscar question but james who do you want well i i shouldn't ask who you want i guess i can already predict that based off the podcast (laughs) but who do you predict would get like best picture this year because um, it seems like kind of open to a lot of people. Yeah. I think it's probably like between like The Irishman and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. It's yeah. like those two are getting like a lot of mm-hmm. buzz. And it's like me personally, like I enjoyed both of those films. I just thought both of them were a little like overly long. Like, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I caught flack for um, The Irishman. I basically said that like. <laughs> The last 90 minutes of The Irishman, I thought were like phenomenal and really good. Mm-hmm. But like the first two hours, I just didn't really get into as much. Mm-hmm. Like I thought they could have been shorter. But like, yeah. 
at, at the same time, I I think what it leads to, it's like a really like powerful story, and mm-hmm. I wouldn't mind if it like won Best Picture. Like, yeah, I just think Scorsese at this point, like making this movie at this point in his career, like I think he like deserves that honestly. Oh yeah, totally. I like, think yeah. yeah. Just, but I don't know. Obviously, Jojo Rabbit is my pick for <laughs> favorite movie, best picture. So, um, have you but seen? Yeah, probably won't win. Parasite yet? Yeah, Parasite is also like my third favorite movie of the year. Nice. Parasite, Lighthouse, Jojo, Jojo Rabbit, Rabbit for me. Cool. So it's like I, I loved Parasite. Yeah, Parasite's pretty great. Jeff, you gotta check it out mm. if you haven't already. I know you haven't mm. already. <laughs> Jeff doesn't watch a lot of movies. No, uh, yeah, I there's <laughs> pretty much like five of like the top like seven movies of this year I have not seen. Yep, I did mm-hmm. see Knives Out though last week. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, that one's we great. We never talked about it. You, I you, know because I forgot to bring it up that I saw it the last. You liked it podcast though. Yes, we did. Yeah, I liked it. You liked it, James? Yeah, Knives Out is awesome. It's a great time. Yeah, it's yeah. fun because mm-hmm. it's just such a it's like such a small scale film with all these like mm-hmm. inner, you know it, which is like fun mm-hmm. a lot of films just try to be really big yeah which is just like an interesting change of pace for sure yep i want Definitely, more yeah. mystery films like that nowadays yeah now, after seeing that is what i realized mm-hmm. i was like i would love to watch more of these whodunits yeah i, I love the structure <clears throat> of knives out too because it wasn't like a regular whodunit it mm-hmm. was like a great twist which i'm not going to talk about the twist obviously but like yeah the way it, the film was structured it subverted my expectations as mm-hmm. they say so, yeah <laughs> yeah and it was it was great honestly Success. i had a great time um cool well that does it for our questions we might as well start with our way too long closure uh well closing. first meme of the week no we don't do meme, meme of the week first we we do the recommendations i think right no i think we do meme of the week all right we'll do meme of the week uh <laughs> so james because first time on the cars cast so, usually we yeah. uh we go to our subreddit and people submit memes this is for anyone who's a new listener too i'm assuming we'll have some new listeners this time around uh you go to our subreddit and we pick the best meme of the week and not a lot of good ones this week not gonna lie jeff uh yeah i mean we recorded know. not that much longer than mm-hmm. uh, what, when did we record we recorded on monday so we've only had yeah. four days for memes to come mm-hmm yeah really i uh a lot of the memes are either about the fact that i travel a lot or the fact that you have a your own merch that that's a weird sweatshirt (laughs) yeah it's a great sweatshirt but um mine is gonna go to this one i think it's like probably the most upvoted one but it's pretty topical uh it says carson or jeff's background in every episode and it's just oh yeah banging skateboards (laughs) 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 i I think that one's yeah I, I like that that was from a tyrannus rex um, yeah well so. i mean that's almost an audio meme it's almost an audio meme so yeah, yeah you should play the audio am i gonna play it all right let me just <laughs> that's enough that's all i gotta play. yeah i mean we um, have recorded in a park i recorded in an airport mm-hmm. in greece we definitely so, have one yeah. of the noisier podcasts out there. Yeah, uh, very yes. subtly noisy, but yeah, that's not. Now I don't feel as bad that I had that interruption. At the oh no, that no. is like the most so, yeah. on-brand thing to happen to this. Literally, <laughs> there are people working. We're redoing our windows at my family's home today, so I expect it to be noisier. But <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, 
So that's my meme of the week. Uh, Jeff, I don't yeah, know. You know what? I'm going to agree with that one. I mean, All I, right. you know. <laughs> yeah. Okay, cool. I'm, I'm on I'm on the subreddit right now. Jeff. Looking, yeah, <laughs> that, that really, looks like the best one. It's probably the best. Yeah, it's been yeah. a week week for uh, yeah i mean last week the audio meme was that was probably the meme of yeah. the entire meme of the week run yeah for sure after this is over i highly recommend you check it out james it's pretty <laughs> but as <laughs> always good. i uh who is the person who, okay so that was user yeah tyrannus rex with the meme sure. of the week but i also appreciate the ones that i'm in as always yep so uh <laughs> that's user anthony film and then uh Doctor aneurysm had one yeah. that <laughs> feature. Well, it's yeah, it's, it's just someone throwing a dart at a map, and it's saying, "So, Jeff, where are you?" <laughs> yeah, there we go. Okay. Um, of the week. So this next, the next part mm-hmm. of our uh, weekly closer is we just we have one of us uh, recommend or each of us recommend something that isn't a movie, just one thing. Um, as an example, I'll go first. I'm going to recommend... Um, um, I'm going to... Rec- um, you know what? I picked this book up at the airport. It's called 50 Great Short Stories. <laughs> I thought it was going to be 50 Shades of Grey. <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> I, I picked this one up at the airport. It's yeah. called 50 Shades of Grey. Um, oh, boy. No, nah, but it's uh, edited by Milton Crane. And uh, I'm I'm one short story deep, and it's pretty fun. So so you recommend the first short story? In I the recommend book. the first one, which is called The Garden Party, written by uh, Catherine Mansfield. So check it out; it's a few pages long. What about you guys? <laughs> yeah, and this is usually we never remember to actually have a yeah. recommendation. So Whenever we I, just look around our room and pick this something. Was, hmm, let me think. <laughs> Um, um okay uh i've been playing jedi fallen order recently i heard uh, it's ps4 it's it's really good yeah usually the star wars games kind of suck but apparently this is the first one that's good (laughs) i was impressed at how good it was especially because it's ea so um yeah Mm -hmm. i just beat the campaign and now i'm going through getting um little poncho my poncho collection in the game oh that's great uh, filled out so yeah it's a really fun game would recommend better than rise of skywalker so <laughs> nice <yep. laughs> you should have a poncho collection in real life i should yeah that <laughs> like, would be honestly i think you could pull off a poncho i, I could maybe yeah, yeah. <laughs> that'd be fun what about you jeff um i'm gonna say you've experienced no so I'm, much. I'm gonna do it uh so I'm super jet lagged. Like I woke up at like 7 a.m. yesterday because it's my first day back, just like wide awake because it was felt like it was like 2 p.m. Yep. Um, and the first thing I did is I woke up and I immediately went to McDonald's and got a bacon, egg, and cheese bagel. Ooh. Because they do not have those in Europe. Yeah. How was uh, it? It was really good. So I so that's, that's like my favorite fast food breakfast thing. So I'm gonna recommend the bacon, egg, and cheese bagel. Sorry to anyone who's not in the U.S. because I pretty much just <laughs> explained they do not have those anywhere not in the u.s i'll be honest i've never seen the bagel on the menu i always see it's, either it's a i think it's English combo number nine or... is the bacon egg and cheese bagel okay now it's not the, the reason you have to wake up in the morning is because it's not part of the all-day breakfast menu oh shit mm. it's part of the exclusively before 10 30 and i believe until 11 on weekends menu 
This man knows all the stats oh. for it. <laughs> yeah. By the way, Jeff, I just went to Panda Express before this. And that's Oh, I haven't Jeff's gone yet. I haven't been to Panda Express. This go. is the longest I've not been to Panda Express in over 10 years. Cuz it's it's been about <laughs> right. 4 months. <laughs> Successful. Um, cool. Well, uh nice. that, that's a pretty good group of recommendations for once. We usually just bomb that section okay. i mean honestly if you think about the actual recommendations it was a very specific <clears throat> short story a video game which was a good recommendation yeah. and then a breakfast sandwich yeah so it's pretty good i mean we said yeah. things yes nice but variety mm-hmm. all right yeah this uh this <laughs> okay next up on the on the wrap-up we read a weekly review to uh just encourage people to leave reviews promise there's one more thing after this and then we're done uh <laughs> oh no our wrap-up's gonna end up being an entire hour we're gonna say what movie did you watch this week this is uh, why I'm the like, irishman okay, and then it's just the right okay let's start like the wrap-up 15 minutes <laughs> um this one comes from rje mom from the united states of america subject line watch i don't know why you'd say watch this is a listen Oh, wait. Okay, the review makes more sense. Five stars. It goes, Carson and Jeff, keep up the good work on the podcast, and please watch the Bell and Sebastian movie on or trailer. Okay, cool. All right. Recommendation from a v- listener. All right. Moving on. <laughs> thank you so much, <laughs> RJ Mom. And lastly, we just want we to thank our... We only watch oh. movies that you tell us to if you eat chocolate-covered butter. <laughs> That's currently the going rate for <laughs> us Inside listening joke. to your recommendation. Yeah. Um. Okay, lastly, we want to thank our lovely patrons. Uh, if you would like to become a patron, go to the patreon.com slash carscast. Uh, you get exclusive access to bonus episodes, which Jeff and I will be doing soon, we promise. It's clearly been a busy month. Um, you get Q&As and a shout-out at the end of every episode, which we're about to do. So we'd like to thank Alex Davis, Alexis Strong, uh, Boat, Garrett Barber, Iva, Joshua Quizwicki, June Australian Winter, Lane Thompson, Luke Hillis, Maddie Robertson, Martin Deff, Mary Lee Borslow, Micah Simmons, Michael Chantieri, Olivia Robinson, Ready Steady Ernie, Sergio Palacio, Sophia Arieta, Stephen Leonardson, T Sizzle, Ted Clark, Vegard Stroman, What's the Matter? Thank you so much, everybody. And that does it for the closing part of this podcast. Um, Any- James, thanks again. Yeah, so James, much. you have anything you want to yep. promote? <laughs> yeah, of yeah, course. thanks for having me. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. Subscribe to my channel, I guess. <laughs> um, go see Cats. It's sure to be a wild <laughs> ride. Go see Cats. I don't see Rise yet, of Sky but, Skywalker. <laughs> yeah. Uh, go see Little Women. I know that's going to be... I haven't seen it yet, but I'm looking forward to that. Amazing. And, uh, yeah. Um, I don't know. That's about it. Um, thanks, everyone. Thanks. See, All right. Uh, yeah, thanks, Jeff, you guys. <laughs> do you have anything else to say? Yeah, thanks uh, for being here, James. <laughs> mm-hmm. But, Jeff, do you have um, anything else to say? <laughs> uh, yeah, like, I'm going to... What if I, we could just make this end, like, wrap-up go even longer? Or so catch you on the flip side. Catch you on the flip side. Flip side. Flip side.